Welcome to Women of Grace in the Marketplace on TalkErie.com. Here's Janelle Keith and Lori Clapper. It's Women of Grace in the Marketplace. I'm Lori Clapper, along with my co-host, Janelle Keith, across the country in Oklahoma. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. So our guest today is kind of a... Uh, contact of a contact, I guess you could say. You know how the world works right now. Just a couple degrees right. of separation, you could be all over the country, right? <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah we uh, mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, we uh, interviewed a new friend, Tammy Ward, about her story. And she said, you need to talk to Nicole Roth. She is someone <laughs> you have to talk to on your show. You won't regret it. You will love talking to her. So, Danelle, you reached out. And here we are today with Nicole. Good morning, Nicole. <laughs> Good morning. This is so exciting. So fun. You can hear her enthusiasm, you know, through the microphone. I love it. Yes, love yes. It. I know we can see her on, on Zoom here. We can see her smile, but I'm sure it resonates across the airwaves, too. Uh. Yeah. So, uh, Nicole, tell us a little bit about your background story. Sure. Well, I am a Midwest girl by uh, birth. I was born in Michigan and moved to Texas. Um, after college, and so just um, love nature, love being outdoors, love all of that. I have three teenage daughters, 14, 16, 19, been married for 20 years uh, to my husband, Dave, and I was a dietitian before um, leaving that and really going in this direction of becoming an author and all these new other things, so. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's <laughs> quite a transition from, Yeah. <laughs> A dietitian to an author. I know, for real. Yeah. Uh, so, what what led to you becoming a dietitian? Did you always have a an interest in in wellness and foods and yes. how that all works together? I, I love. I always, you know, it's so interesting. I always thought, um, you know, I, I really felt like there was a connection between nutrition and you know like a deep connection not just like the food guide pyramid something really deeper that you know food could really provide something very powerful and that was kind of a bit stomped out of my (laughs) in my training program i thought well i guess i guess it wasn't that you know you know crucial of what i thought was you know anyhow so i yes i've I've come back to yes it's really really important and I, i let go of my dietitian license and gone in a different direction, but I still, yes, I'm passionate. Um, my children would probably, <laughs> they bemoan the fact that uh, we eat so healthy and, you know, all that, but so anyhow, but it's kept us healthy and I'm so thankful that, you know, the Lord's led me through that. I think it's been a, a neat, yeah, it's been a neat avenue. So you didn't do it out of personal need. You didn't have a lot of weight to lose or anything like that. I didn't have anything like that, no. Um, But I ended up losing my father to suicide in 2005 and ended up really, really sick. And so um, really came back around to nutrition and like, okay, what can I do to help my body to get healthy? Because I couldn't even walk straight across my my house. My mom had to come and take care of me and my, my young children. And so, you know, just going back to, okay, what can I do? What can I, you know, change? And so went down a whole path of, you know, going more to alternative complementary medicine and 
and learning yeah it's really a big deal what we put yeah. you know the end of the fork <laughs> so anyhow yeah it's, it is okay. a big deal yeah i can wholeheartedly agree because yeah. we don't realize all of the preservative i'm going to go on a rant oh, here yeah. all of the preservatives that we put in our bodies and how those things affect the operation of our bodies everything yeah. yeah, and when you Especially, think about it, yeah, even mental health—that's a thing yes. that people really understand. Mm-hmm. You know, anxiety and depression, even bipolar. There's—I mean, there's a lot of connections through diet. That I'm like, oh, did you did you think about the gut? Did you did you think about you know the yeah. gut microbiome? And people are like, oh uh, no, <laughs> I didn't, didn't go there. But anyhow, yeah, that's a whole. That's the whole thing, but I'm I'm thankful the Lord is actually bringing this whole thing around and allowing me to bring in. You know, I'm teaching a framework called rest and that the, the R is relationships. The E is energy, but that has to do with nutrition, movement, hydration. You know, so it's really, it's really cool that the Lord is bringing that all back together. I'm like, oh gosh, you didn't, you didn't waste anything. You didn't waste any of my interests, my skills, my giftings and education to be able to bring this to people. So, so explain a little bit about what you're doing now. Yeah, so I'm really moving into coaching women who are driven leaders who are just secretly discontent. You know, they're, they're on the outside, they have it all together. People think they're so confident, and um, but really inwardly, they're still wondering, does God really love me? You know, I, I have it in my head, but it's not really made my way to my heart. And so they're striving, trying to achieve, trying to continue to perform and this is me. This is my whole journey. Um, and the, the the wake up call for me was, you know, losing my dad and losing my health. But it was there for years. You know, that was the thing that just brought it to surface, um, brought it to light. But I mean, I had been a type A striving, you know, very driven person um, that everyone would say is absolutely successful, you know, and has everything. And actually, I was very um broken i was really i was really hurting and lost actually so outwardly everything looked great um but inwardly i was really crumbling and really like i said didn't understand god's love for me i didn't receive it and so i was continuing to strive and press and trying to you know gain that through my efforts and work and it doesn't work <laughs> yeah it doesn't work. I'm I'm so glad you're you're talking about this because we are so deceived in what rest truly means yes. and how to take care of ourselves like God intended. So let's talk about that. What this you you were burdened for this challenge to do. So you're mm-hmm. you're coaching women. What challenges do you face in you know meeting someone for the first time and and asking them about this in their life? Well, it's, I'm still actually trying to see, you know, because the thing that is interesting is as, you know, as a marketer, um, the Lord has given me a lot of skills in that area, but as a marketer, we know that people, you know, in quotes, buy, whether it's actually buying, you know, with dollars or with their time, Mm -hmm. they buy what they want, not what they need. So, you know, we need, they know they need broccoli, but, you know, they're not going to, you know, that's not what they're Googling at 2 a.m. So, (laughs) you know, the thing, (laughs) so I have to, I have to position myself in a way that is giving these women what they want, which is probably more productivity, more, and that's why I'm coming with the S is the systems, the systems and the habits. Mm. And then, um, 
and just that sense of, of worn out. You know, you're, you're worn out and you're really tired and, um, but not, not knowing where to turn, you know, cause everyone, right. again, everyone thinks you've got it all together, but inwardly mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that there's that sense of discontentment. There's that sense of, um, just restlessness and never really able to settle and really feel at peace. So that's really where I think I'm going to be able to, uh, to reach them and to start to, uh, to minister and to share my story and, and what I've, what I've learned about grace and about his love and, and everything that just makes life so much better. <laughs> so, I love that. I love that you have a lot to uh, give to your uh, people that participate in your programs. So, yeah, sign me up. Let's all yes, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Yes, I, I love I love that that picture that you gave. I thought that was very interesting as marketing. You know, instead of reaching for the pop tarts at two a.m., giving you right. tools, giving you because people want tools and systems that's going to make it. E- yeah. I don't want to say easier necessarily, but yeah. give them a but way through. That make it doable exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. So I'm highlighting really um, entrepreneurs who are Christians feeling that sense of yeah very driven very successful outwardly but inwardly feeling feeling really stuck um Mm -hmm. so there's that and then the other the challenge that i'm doing is called the walking in worthiness challenge and that also addresses those kind of issues um, but from a different perspective that's more about shame and unworthiness and which is really the root of what are these these other issues are but we don't necessarily you know we wouldn't maybe make that connection that you know, our striving, our pride, our, you know, they're all interrelated. It all is interrelated. Yeah. 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 Because you're reaching for something and there's a reason deep down. Exactly. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I love that you're tackling the root issues and basically what you're telling us is that we have to give ourselves permission to want these things, you know, because it's a part of resting and not striving and, yes. and bringing your life together and in a peaceful way instead of trying to, you know, overproduce and yes. you know, and and not abide. Yeah, I think that yeah. is. I think that is very needed in, it in is. today. It in is. Today. I want to like shout it from the rooftops, give me a megaphone. There's a better way. <laughs> there is a better way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Talking to Nicole Roth about her new book and challenge that she's offered to us, Walking in Worthiness. Tell us more about how this uh, challenge is going to work. Sure. So it's about, it's kind of like this, it's kind of like a podcast. And so it's 30 different women shared their stories of overcoming shame, unworthiness, or self-rejection. And man, the stories are incredible. They're so powerful and, you know, just so much redemption and just hearing what the Lord has done in so many different ways, you know, to so many different stories. Um, it's just been incredible to, to walk through. So it's not my idea. I can give all the credit to God because it's a way better idea than I could have come up with. Um, but it's an actual, yeah, yeah. It's a walking challenge. So the idea is you, I did a little intro, the person, you know, that woman's story for the day, a little outro, and then we've got scriptures and declarations at the end. So it's about 15 minutes and the woman just goes for a walk and listens to that day. And there's something that's amazing with our bodies and just, you know, I'm very holistic, like I talked about with the nutrition and things, but us listening and just, and story is so important to Jesus, you know, 
he loved to use stories. And so listening to somebody else's testimony and then hearing ourselves in it, but then walking, walking it out, it actually does something to release I was talking to a therapist. There's actual science that it releases some trauma and things that we're holding on to because it's incorporating both sides of the brain. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. You know, like, wow, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what she explained was that when we, especially if trauma occurs before the prefrontal cortex is really formed, and that's like 25 years old, that um, the trauma gets stuck. And it can get stuck in the side of our brain that's we're very emotional. So when we walk and we do things like the EMDR, things that involve both hemispheres of the brain, that the left side, more, uh, you know, the logical reasoning can actually come in and go, you're safe. This is okay. You know, we're okay now. This is in the past. And we're able to let it go and to, like physically release it from our bodies. And so I was, you know, just telling her about the talent. She was like, I'm fascinated. And I'm like, yeah, it's really cool. And she's like, no, Nicole, this is profound. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is really much deeper than I thought. But anyhow, yeah. so yeah. women are just loving, they're loving this, this thing. And they actually are wanting the next version, which I'm already in process of collecting my next 30 women. Um, but anyhow, yeah, they were sad when it was done. And I mean, of course they can go back and listen, but really, really enjoyed that whole process. So Anyhow, yeah, it's just been it's just been a really neat, neat thing mm -hmm. to offer to women. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so easily we get stuck in the events of our past and yeah. think that, well, yeah, it doesn't matter today, but we don't mm -hmm. realize how binding those uh, things, emotions or, you know, negativity mm -hmm. is uh, yeah. lodged in our soul. And you really yes. do have to release it. I mean, I'm. Yeah. it's just like. It's so cool. I, <laughs> like, I think it's God. You're doing something really neat here. <laughs> I know it's a brilliant idea. You know, people yeah. would actually latch onto it and see that that this is a viable need in their yeah in their. So God, He definitely gave you the open door for this. Yeah. And how yeah. did that come about? How did He uh, say this is what I want you to do? Well, I just, you know, like I said, I used to be a striver. I used to try to, you know, I was running 50 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour and asking for God's blessing as I went, you know, after my thing. And I don't do that anymore. And so I just wait. I mean, I really like, I let him lead me to what he wants me to do. And then I'm like, okay, I'm your soldier to go and march it out and, you know, do the thing. So I just, I tried it as much as possible. Like I'm in, I'm, away right now from my family for about a week i really try to as much as possible um get in silence and which i hated before i hated silence i hated solitude i hated rest of any kind <laughs> i was like yeah. i'm not being productive this is not this is wrong oh, um yeah. but jesus jesus went away to lonely places and silent places and so I try as much as possible because I feel like it's it's um, what I call self-stewardship. It's not self-care because that seems to be just focused on myself. But I'm doing this actually so I have something to give out. So I'm self-stewarding by taking, you know, going away and getting silent and going in my camper, going camping. And so anyhow, the Lord speaks to me in nature and just when I when I rest and don't have an agenda. So anyhow, I, I got the download. It was right when I launched my book, which is, I'm like, Lord, are we sure we're doing both of those things together? <laughs> yep. Okay. 
book and and the challenge in July of uh, 2022. So it was quite wow. A At the same time, that's a challenge for your same clients time. and a challenge for you. Yes, <laughs> the it was it was interesting. <laughs> so so like you said, you know, when you get away and you're able to rest and be silent, God, you know, kind of gives you these ideas and blesses you with them. So. In the first place, how did you know that this was a need for women? Was it just your own personal experience or did you have a lot of women yeah. approaching you and you just kind of were very uh, discerning in that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, both. So this was my this is my story. Um, my book really, if I can summarize it, it's it's called Being the Beloved and it's an allegory, but it's my own memoir. So it's my overcoming story of self-rejection, mainly shame and unworthiness. And um, learning to, uh, basically what what can happen when it, when a girl who's you know stuck in self rejection and shame and unworthiness allows God to love her like this is my story Aww. so yeah um, so it's you know it's an allegory so the tree of life is Jesus the master gardener it's set in a, set in a forest um, the master gardener is the Father and then the river of life is the Holy Spirit and so it just really fits perfectly with this, the message of the book and. I am a collaborator by heart. I, I'm a connector. And so the Lord just put this on my heart to start reaching out to other women and, you know, them, them sharing their stories. And, and um, yeah, it's just, it's just been so cool to see what wow. doing with it. So. Wow. I, I can't wait to read it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for both of you to read it. Yeah. yeah I think I it's stories. such a, an interesting concept that a lot of women aren't talking about today exactly and, I, and that's and the thing mm -hmm. yeah i think it's, it's just such a huge need you know it and, is yeah wow that's so how thing. did so through it through your personal experience god cultivated mm -hmm. the gift in in the in developing this this idea yeah. with you yeah. yes yeah it's many years in the making basically my my little backstory is i was eight years old i was fourth grade and I was in the popular clique and the, you know, the, some, some rumor was spread that the, the most popular boy and girl were intimate. And I didn't even know, you know, I didn't even know the word. And so anyhow, um, I did not say this. <laughs> I was just a shy, quiet little girl. And anyhow, it got pinned to me and I lost all my friends. I lost, and it grew from just those five girls to the classroom, to the bus, to, you know, everything. And so I went through all, you know, it was small town, Michigan. And so I went with through all school with those kids. And I just, I wanted nothing more but to get as far away as possible. I wanted to start over and I wanted to just flee from, you know, from these people that, that I felt like held me in this uh, view of myself, which wasn't true. You know, they, they saw me as the nice girl and the whatever, but I just wanted to break out and, and, um, be away from that. So anyhow, just the Lord just took me on an amazing journey of, of healing. And I'm just so thankful for, for that happening actually, because I would never experience the depth of his love that I, I have now, because I wouldn't have been in the pain that I was needing rescue. You know, that's, yeah. he came for the sick, not for the healthy. So right. it's when we're in those places of I give up, Lord, I, I can't do this. And he's like, oh, great, I can work with you now. <laughs> Surrender. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, finally, right, finally. Yeah. <laughs> uncle, uncle. Yes. <laughs> not, you know, not that he causes any of it, not, not to say it like that. But anyhow, but when we are in that place of pain, 
you know, in desperation that cry out to him and he's, he's ready and ready and willing to help us. Wow. I think we all need that. I don't care where you are in life. (laughs) We all have our stuff and we all have our own feelings of unworthiness, no matter what Mm -hmm. status you think you are or where where you Mm -hmm. are. So Nicole, thank you so much again for being with us. And uh, we want Mm -hmm. you to unpack a little bit more about your program and what it looks like in every day, you know, practically, you know, practically speaking. Yeah. So what I'm really hoping, I have a challenge bundle is what I call it, the walking worthiness challenge bundle. And that comes with the 30 days of the walking challenge. And so it's, like I said, it's a podcast style. They listen, get your headphones, you know, grab your shoes, whether it's outside at the gym, doesn't even in the house, it doesn't matter. Walk, you know, move your body and just listen to these stories and relate and hear hear your own healing. You know, that's the thing. I think that, you know, we overcome by the word of her testimony, the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony that we can hear, we can see ourselves and we can see our our stories and our overcoming, even if we're not there yet, that there's hope for us. He's no respecter of persons. If he's done it for somebody else, he can do it for you. So you're going to get 30 days of different angles of that overcoming. There is hope. There's hope. There's hope. There's hope. So, um, and it's, it's been amazing. I've got a Facebook group for these women that have, um, have joined the, the challenge and they're connecting with these authors then and saying, Oh, wow. Like your story is my story. And they're, you know, really hearing themselves and it's, and it's different for each person, which one will really, you know, connect with them and resonate at a deep level. And like I said, these are really, uh, these are raw, vulnerable, you know, nobody, they didn't hold anything back. And so, um, it's quite powerful, you know, just to hear what, what they've come through. So anyhow, so they've got, so in the challenge bundle, they get the 30 days of the challenge plus my book signed. I very, I love doing that. I love sending, you know, signing people's books directly to them. And then the workbooks, I created two different workbooks. One is the one for women, just straight up women. And then the other one is for moms and teen daughters. So you get both of those. If you don't have a teen daughter, you can find one. If you want to go through that, you know, (laughs) I, I know that as a teen, a mom of teen daughters, we need your help, other women that are trusted coming alongside our daughters and being another voice saying the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just yes. from a different person. Yeah. So anyhow, yeah. my hope is that women will go through the 30 days of the challenge, really get inspired to know there's hope and then get into what I, it's a triad, which basically, you know, three women is what I found to be best uh, because in any larger group than that, this quiet person doesn't speak. And so we want to hear from everybody. So in a group of three, everybody talks and it's just beautiful. So go through the workbook, read the book. It's only 80 pages long. It's just, it's a simple story. So it's nothing, you know, too um, taxing to read, but anyhow, then go through those, it's four different scenes. So four different um, sections of questions. And really get get in the get in the you know nitty gritty with each other and start to share and talk about this stuff because we're not talking about it. We don't talk about how much we hate ourselves and you know look in the mirror and hate ourselves and have thoughts that are berating that we would never say to another human um, and sense of shame and unworthiness that God doesn't love us. You know, so get in there and, and talk about it and it it's life changing. It's been really really wow. profound. I just love just the layers of it because, you know, 30 days, yeah. you form a habit. So not yes. only you're forming a habit of worth. 
yes. and overcoming yes. and a habit of getting up and moving because that in and of itself yes. releases so, so much. Huge. There's wellness so on so many levels. And then you have that habit moving forward. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's profound. I just personally, as an, as an aside, I mentioned I lost my dad and I lost my health. I had um, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And I've been to all the doctors, been all you know, all the people trying to get well. And the thing that actually has helped me the most, by far, other than, you know, receiving God's love and getting my emotions healed and things, has been walking. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but walking is so huge. We we over we underestimate the power of it. Just moving and and just being able to process things with the Lord and hear His voice and um, it's just amazing. So yeah, highly recommend. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> it's free. Oh, yes. <laughs> exactly. And you don't even have to have, you know, the fitness shoes to do it. You can walk in. This, you know, yeah. It's so yeah. simple. It's so yeah. simple. It's so simple. Doesn't take, require a lot of gym equipment. Yeah. No, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. So obviously your faith works into your everyday conversations as you're mm -hmm. approaching people on Facebook or in conversation. How does mm -hmm. it, how do you let that part of your story mm -hmm. out, you know? Yeah. So I just had an experience the other day and it's been such a great tool to have this book. I'm writing another book called the tree of life and that's really going to be for believers. And this other one is too, but it's, it's very approachable that somebody who's not yet a Christian can actually take hold of it and they're and they're experiencing, you know, knowing um, the first steps into their faith. And so and I have a salvation prayer at the end and I explain more of the Trinity and you know who who these different characters represent. And so anyhow, so I love giving away my book. It has been such a I feel like it's a trap. You know, it's really like here, I want to introduce you to my heavenly father and to Jesus and the Holy spirit, um, without being, you know, it, it doesn't have to be in their face, but anyhow, so I was on the train in Chicago and started, you know, asking this woman, cause I'm, I'm not, I'm not a city girl. So I'm like, I'm terrified. I'm like, am I on the right train? Am I going the right direction? I don't even know. You know? So I, I asked this lady that looked like she, you know, knew what she was doing. I said, am I like, am I on the right way? I'm trying to get here. And she said, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're doing fine. Anyhow, so we were chatting and we just got to talking. I don't even know how I, oh, I, I said, yeah, I'm going, you know, up to the Wisconsin Dells and just getting away for a time of, you know, silence and, you know, retreat and whatever. And she's like, oh, that just sounds wonderful. And she said, oh, do you like to read? And I said, oh, I love to read and I'm an author. And she's like, and then of course the next question, well, what's your book about? And I said, well, it's, you know, it's called Being the Beloved. It's, it's my own story of healing from, and then self-rejection, shame, and unworthiness. And she's like, oh, wow, yes. And, you know, then they start sharing their stories. And it's a, it's powerful because this is deep stuff that we don't talk about. But she's shared right away about, you know, how sad it is and her sister who didn't, you know. Anyways, we had this whole amazing conversation. And before she was going to get off, I said, well, I have a copy of my book. If I, you know, I would love to give it to you and, you know, and sign it personally for you to your name. And she's like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. You know, this is so exciting. And so I gave it to her. And so it's just like just planting those seeds. Um, it's just been such a neat way to bring in the gospel and to introduce people to the Lord. I'm like, wow, I never, never envisioned that happening. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that's, that's happening. So that's really fun. <laughs> 
That's amazing. I love it when God opens those doors just yes. so easily and simply. So easily you know? and so naturally, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And even on such a deep, a deep topic, you know, it's like, well, right. yeah. we all have it. That's the thing. Just talking about it and bringing it out, it's like, right. oh, I'm I'm not the only one that thinks yeah. this way. No, yeah. you're not. Yeah, the guard comes and it's down. so it runs so personal. It's just like you, like you said, so deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. how would you encourage someone that has this big idea? They don't know what to do with it. How would you encourage someone just to start something? Well, I think the biggest thing is don't do your own ideas. <laughs> I did that for all the years. <laughs> you know, there are there are good ideas and then there are God ideas. And wow. like I say, I, I think that it really requires that that place of rest and um, and trust that you know that he'll lead you to what what it is. And if he's if you feel like you've got this call and you know I'm meant for more, I'm meant for something bigger, and I know I'm supposed to do something bigger. Then, you know, pulling away, getting in those, you know, what Jesus called lonely places and going, getting in silence, getting in nature, taking a walk and just asking him, what's the next step? And then um, recognizing that if you've not had, I, the way that I describe it is, you know, when you're walking in the, um, the or when you go to the airport and you're on that little runway thing that like makes you go faster right. <laughs> with your luggage. Yeah. And then, so you're going really fast on that thing. And then you come to the end and you're like, Whoa, you know, that kind of jerk, um, that difference of running my life as a striver, um, to living by grace was that much of a, Oh, wait, <laughs> this is, you know, there's something, there's something, a big change here. So if you've not experienced that, know that there's something more for you. He wants you to live by his grace and not your own efforts. Mm-hmm. So if he's given you a big dream, that is not for you to accomplish in your own strength. I used to think that God, you know, gave me this, like, was like the, um, you know, the, the taskmaster that he's like giving me out my orders. And then I go, you know, off by myself to do them. Right. And <laughs> it's not that he wants to partner with us in, you know, in the journey, the whole, the whole, all of it is part of, the relational process it's not we're trying to get to some goal and then we're you know and then i don't know what's going to happen then but (laughs) it's it's the journey because he's so relational he wants to be a part of all of it so i think that's the biggest thing don't do don't do your own things don't do your own dreams and if he's giving you something that seems way bigger than you then you're on the right track (laughs) because (laughs) it should be something that scares you and you know think i can't do that yeah that's that's it that that's the thing that's 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 from him and then um knowing that the only way that we really can have success and things is walking by uh, being led by his love and not operating under fear so yeah yeah that's so good that's so good because you know we often don't give ourselves permission for that uh for that growth in our lives you know yeah we get caught up in the day-to-day and the overproductivity of the society and Mm -hmm. and 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 define our worth on what we've accomplished what our hands produce and exactly yeah I'm writing a whole book about rest. Can you tell? Because I'm learning. Is that right? Yeah, I'm learning so much about these things that it's I so have good. misunderstood. You know, in my yes. Christian life. And oh, so, I love it. We'll yeah, I'm just more. like, yeah, yeah. We need to talk, right? We need to talk. Uh, yeah, because 
everything is being redefined for me and uh, I'm loving it. I'm, and the grace is a big word oh, in my life too. So, so good. So good. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so it's funny listening to you and your stories and just talking with you here that, you know, you described yourself as a shy little girl and a shy person that I feel like call on your life has kind of, God has really brought you out of your shell uh, with mm-hmm. this, this gift and with this passion mm-hmm. that you have. Is that true? Is, or is God still working on you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's not an issue for me anymore. And I think back to, you know, who I used to be, I was so afraid of, and that's really what it was. I was living by fear, that shyness, and you know, we can call it different things, but really, it's fear. So fear of rejection, being found out, whatever, you know. And so as I um, think back to where I started from, I mean, yeah, when I was a kid, I wouldn't, I was invisible. I felt like I was invisible. I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want anybody to know who I was. I just wanted to blend into the background. And even into adulthood, I think back to when, you know, I'd go to get my hair, just little things. I'd go get my hair done. And the, you know, the stylist would be washing my hair and it would be scalding my hair, you know, and she'd be like, oh, is the temperature okay? And I say, yep, it's great. <laughs> but, you know, just that it's fear. It's just fear. Yeah. People pleasing, yeah. an intense desire to, to feel like the need to, to people please, to not set any boundaries, to say yes to everything. That's, that was me. And yeah. it's not me anymore. <laughs> wow. He has brought you a long way. And how... How wonderful that you're able to pass this on to your daughters now. Yes, that is my, that's one other big passion. That's why I wrote the, um, wrote this workbook that's for moms and teen daughters as well is because I think this is such a generational um, curse, you know, just that if the mom carries a lot of self-rejection, self-hatred, shame and unworthiness, it's likely going to be passed down to the next generation. And I want that done. Like we just need to stop this. This is ridiculous. So Jesus has so much better for us and our girls. Oh, that's another yeah, huge passion of mine to see to see my girls set free. Um, two of them are, are really walking in so much freedom and the, the oldest is is just so much so close. She's so close. And that's actually um, part of the story. Um, her her character, it's prophetic of you know, of her healing as well. So it's my my own um, my story, but then also my oldest daughter. And I just, I love her so much. And just, I want, I want this freedom for her. Right. Yeah. As well. Yeah. That's what I've experienced and, and know that there's so much more than, you know, that self, um, self-critical, self, um, berating thoughts and, you know, just being so harsh and, and uh, there's so much more. So it's like, a, I, I know it's a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was about your teenage daughters, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wish my mom would have known these things. Yes, right. Yeah. I know. He, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, yeah I'm passionate. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So, and then that's the other thing is I'm finding women. It doesn't matter how old we are. You know, I had a woman who was in her 70s reach out to me, and she's like, I've experienced this my whole life. And I'm like, yeah. well, girl, you're not too old. You're not too old to, you know, to start anew and to tend to share that with your daughters or your granddaughters or whatever. You're not, right. you're still here. There's still a purpose and there's still a plan for you. So. I love it. Mm. I love it. Yeah, it's beautiful. So what is a verse or go-to verse or verses that you cling to? 
Yeah, so my life verse, ironically, it's Second Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient, my power is made perfect in weakness. And mm -hmm. man, that's just been so powerful. I used to look at verses like that and like the one that says, apart from me, you can do nothing. I'm like, Ugh, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of amazing, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, have, I have so much pride and arrogance and I did not like those verses. I mean, I, I didn't want to be weak. I didn't want to have a need. I, you know, it's like this German, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of mentality being raised. And I just have realized that it's all farce. That's all a lie. And I'm so thankful to, to I'm weak. I am, I am in need. I, I don't I have it together. I'm not going to, I don't have it all figured out. And that frees so much. Like, no, put, take all the, the weight, you know, just let it, let it off. Cause we are human. We are not meant, yeah. you know, if we didn't, if we didn't have a need for a savior, Jesus wouldn't have um, had to go through all that, but Right. We have a need, right? Need so. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like saying the cross wasn't enough for us. Exactly. Yeah. Man, I can't believe we're going to wrap up today's show. And this is the part of the show that I dread every week <laughs> <laughs> because we have to summarize all the things you know that we heard and uh, want to apply to our lives. And Nicole has given us so many permissions to just pick up the pieces and take them to the Lord and listen. That is such a key word. Yeah. Listen and then work things out according to what he has planned for us. And yeah, I just wrote a devotional plan about purpose and how we have to truly do that. We have to listen mm -hmm. to what God says and because he, he's planted that purpose in us long ago you know he knows where he wants to take us mm -hmm. we have to get the idea that he's in charge right uh, yeah so good <laughs> and so yeah uh purpose permission those words mm -hmm. are just resonating with me today and the word grace of course i can't mm -hmm. get around that one because it's yeah. been a huge uh, uh essential in my life as well mm -hmm. so thank so you good. nicole for sharing yes. your stories with us i love the challenge that you're doing so uh, thank you so much. It's been really exciting. Well, I, I did a challenge called permission to pause. I just, I think those words are just. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what, that's, that's what you got ladies permission to pause. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Right, if right. only we would listen more often. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. well, one, one thing that stuck out to me, Nicole, is just uh, how you intentionally get away to pause, to be able to yeah. listen uh, to God's mm -hmm. voice and, you know, taking mm -hmm. that rest to a whole new mm -hmm. level and just saying, mm -hmm. no, I'm just, and not that it's not perfectly fine just to lock yourself in your bedroom or to find a right. place outside <laughs> you like to walk. That's good too. That's yeah. part of your plan is to, is to walk mm -hmm. it out, but mm -hmm. to, to go, just to go far away and just to be yeah. by yourself and how important that is. And, and oh, uh, I think that's amazing. something that's, uh, maybe you can't go like to the a couple states over. Maybe you can't afford to travel, right. but to find somewhere even nearby where you can just get yes. off, where no one can bother you. So I think that's Absolutely. that's a great practice and, and something I think we all need uh, at least once in a while because that, like you said, you mm -hmm. God can really download when we don't have the interruptions. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then that, yeah, that desire for us to be product productive. Uh, that's my number one productivity tip. Actually, is to pull away. Like I get so much accomplished 
when I stop. <laughs> it's just, it's wild. Yeah, it's really, kind of counterintuitive, isn't, isn't it? Something? It's the upside <laughs> yeah. down kingdom. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> something though. I mean, that's, there's really so much value in that. If we yeah. would just let ourselves, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. is, and, re, and understand that the world does not revolve around us. <laughs> exactly. You know, it still goes on. It, it you know, tomorrow is going to come. So it's like, yeah, yeah, we don't have to have our hands in every pie, you know, that right. comes around and uh, and giving us giving ourselves the freedom to say no is yes. huge. It's huge. Yeah. Especially yeah. walking in the multiple roles that we all walk in. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah. it's okay we could be missing out. Pass. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could be missing out on if, we, you know, if we say yes to all the things that are before us without actually checking in with the Lord. Like, is this really from you? Yeah. We could actually be missing on what he really wants us to do. And that's, exactly. that's yeah. scary. Like, yeah. no, no, that's not okay. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. All right. Before we close, Nicole, can you let our listeners know uh, how they can find out more about your book and your program mm-hmm. and get a, and get a hold of copies as well? Yeah. So it's very simple. It's just my name. It's NicoleRoth.com. And I've got a video on there and several links um, leading to whether they just want the book. I can send them a copy. You can get it on Amazon, too. But I like to send a personal copy that's um, that's signed. And then the challenge is on there as well as other things. I've got a podcast coming soon and other stuff coming. So anyhow, that's yeah, amazing. I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. well, we're proud of you. We're proud of you for taking this step of faith and Thank for, you. for just having the courage to get out there and, yeah. and spread the message. So thank you so much. It's yeah. exciting. All <laughs> right. And thank you for listening to Women of Grace in the Marketplace today. Nicole Roth, again, is our guest. And if you missed part of our show and maybe you're, you just need to go back and listen again because you just had so much that you you didn't get to jot down while you were listening, you can go back and listen on our podcast at Google Podcasts as well as Spotify and run Apple Podcasts as well. You can always email us at Women of Grace in the Marketplace at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time.